0: And it's Lee Humphries. Welcome, Lee. Thanks, Graham. And uh, City Update is back again on Brooklyn's Radio yeah, after a bit of a break.
1: It's, it has been a bit of a break. It's, uh, it's been good to, uh, it's good to be back.
0: Absolutely. And uh, what a week it's been. You're going to be here every week at this time to uh, give us a rundown of the week financially. So we shall uh, we start off with uh, Monday? That was bank holiday, wasn't it? It was a bank holiday. But, was- to, but somebody had a bit of finger trouble, I there, see. <laughs> there was,
1: uh, well, it was very quiet in the UK. As you rightly say, it was a bank holiday. Markets were closed. But uh, on the other side of the channel, Things were heating up um, quite nicely, actually. There was a flash crash. What is that? It's basically just a rapid sell-off in the markets, um, which resulted in approximately 300 billion euros being wiped off the value of equities, shares, uh, in European markets over that five-minute period. Now, there seems to be, uh, there's been a finger-pointed, or should I say, a fat Thumb uh, pointed at uh, a Citibank trader um, who apparently was uh, was the neglectful individual.
0: Right. Okay. I, what amazed me with this, though, is that aren't there sort of safeguards in the system? Well, to, you might,
1: one would think, wouldn't you? Uh, I,
0: I think they very quickly fixed it, didn't they? they but by that time...
1: Yeah, they did cause some damage. That's absolutely. There was a lot of damage caused within that five-minute period, Graham. Um, And actually, uh, the Citibank actually released a statement um, the following day, saying, um, as if this sort of made things better, that over the last two years they'd spent a billion US dollars upgrading their systems. Maybe they need to spend (laughs) a little bit more.
0: Computer systems, my goodness me. Anyway, on Tuesday, we had that uh, windfall result for BP.
1: We certainly did. BP, British Petroleum, um, really uh, led the market uh, higher, uh, certainly energy stocks are higher. Um, the CEO of British Petroleum, BP, um, called the ro- results exceptional. And the uh, performance of the stock was uh, exceptional, rising 5.8% on the day.
0: My goodness me! And of course, there's these calls call still for a windfall tax, isn't there? Uh,
1: well, there, there certainly is, but I think we, we need to urge a little bit of caution there because actually, although um, these shares responded very um, positively to the results, Graham, um, they actually uh, uh, BP um, uh, are not um, haven't been totally um, away from some of the problems of the world that are happening right now. They had to take a twenty-five billion dollar hit or a write down um, uh, against their twenty percent stake in. Rosneft what's all that about well they have basically been making investments over the years in places like Russia where a lot of the uh, world's uh, oil and gas come from Rosneft has been a a, what they deem to be a cash cow for many many years and obviously um, the Russians have uh, pulled up this of the iron curtain um, uh, there now and BP effectively saying to their investors there's every chance we don't see another penny from that investment but to your point Graham about the windfall tax actually on Monday um, again well we were on our bank holiday. The Italian government announced for their utility companies a 25% tax on their utilities. Um, now, I did notice that uh, shortly after um, the BP results, inevitably. There are um, calls. There was the, the Shadow Labour um, uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer, indeed, was one and um, one of the most prominent um, calling for this windfall tax. Boris was a little bit more sanguine in his response. He said that uh, we will not push oh, for a windfall tax. Uh, that was my Boris impression there, uh, Grant. <laughs> I thought it might, be. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know there's his argument about, well, we want them to invest heavily in, in renewables and so on, so we we'll better not tax them. But on the other hand... Uh, you know, it's a very difficult time for everybody, isn't it? it, it should we spare the money around? Wednesday, anyway. Our online fashion retailer Boots results. Well, uh, uh, a boohoo results. Oh, sorry, actually. boohoo. Sorry, I didn't read that right. Did yeah, I? Yeah, exactly. Maybe boohoo
1: may have been the uh, the tears in your eyes uh, there, Graham, that were uh, distorting <laughs> your, uh, your your reading. Um, so there, yeah, boohoo reported, um, and the on- boohoo being, the, of course, the online fashion retailer. Uh, the results um, closed. Uh, saw the stock close down twelve and a half percent. So it was not just uh, uh, you had tears in the eyes uh, in their eyes. It, it was investors also had uh, floods of tears in their eyes. Um, what was causing this uh, this fall off in um, in this one time sort of lockdown lockdown darling? And well, really, it's uh, cash strapped. Consumers, Graham, and it's—they're not alone. There were, there are other sort of lockdown darlings out there as well. Um, Zoom, that needs no introduction uh, to most of our listeners, Graham. Um, their stock has fallen around eighty-five percent from its high. Peloton. You remember those kind of things, the things that people bought um, during lockdown, stuck in their bedroom with a view to uh, getting fit and uh, essentially just uh, hanging clothes on. It becomes the sort of most expensive uh, clothes hanger in history. So, um, you know, they're not alone. Boohoo is down, I think, around 83% from its highs. It was training at £4.13 uh, £4. Uh, back in June 2020. It's now around the 70 pence mark.
0: I guess with the uh, with the hike in the fuel costs, particularly, and other costs going up all the time, uh, I guess people retailing things that are not really absolutely necessary to people are going to feel a hit.
1: Absolutely right. Yeah, this discretionary um, consumption, as they call it, Graham, um, is, is is something that uh, falls away. Uh, traditionally, is the first to f- fall away because people need to fill up their cars before they buy sort of online uh, fashion. Uh, Items, Um, but moving forward um, on Wednesday, we had some uh, some big news from the sort of Bank of England equivalent, the Federal Reserve in the United States, um, and they hiked interest rates by half a percent. That's the uh, biggest single hike in over two decades, and they signalled in their comments afterwards saying that another half a percent increase was coming in the next two meetings that's obviously uh, adding a further one percent to in uh, to uh, to interest rates
0: right okay and then we move into uh thursday then and uh, sh- today and uh, we got sh- results from shell didn't we yeah very similar to um
1: what we just talked about regarding bp a stellar number um, from shell it's actually now a Four uk uh, companies dropped the Royal Dutch uh, from its title um, and uh, but uh, the, but no matter uh, what the nomenclature is um, uh, the the results were fantastic um they too a bit like BP took a uh, hit um, to uh, with one of their um, uh, investments in russia that 's called uh, a company called Gazprom um, the hit to uh, to their balance sheet was three point nine billion. dollars. That's slightly less, obviously, than the 25 that, uh, that BP took. Uh, but yes, the results were, were, were definitely fav- uh, were, were looked on favourably. And again, may put a little bit more pressure on the government to go for this windfall tax.
0: Okay, and the big news here today, of course, is the Bank of England increasing interest rates.
1: Yes, absolutely. The Bank of England um, actually celebrating today, Graham, its 25 years of independence. And how did it do? Uh, what did it do to uh, celebrate that independence, Graham? Well, it raised interest rates by quarter of a percent to 1%. So not particularly uh, friendly. Interest rates now stand at a 13-year high. Um, and, um, you know, the markets, various markets reacted in different ways. The, 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 I think the the common theme is here that no one really knows what the bank of england's next move is will will actually be three members of the MPC, that's the monetary policy committee actually um voted for a bigger rise not for over a quarter but for a half percent um, and behind all this is really um something you've mentioned is the threat of inflation
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's uh, it's it's zooming. I believe they're they're actually predicting up to ten percent by the end of the year.
1: They are indeed, and if you actually at the end of the year, towards the end of the year in October, we're going to get another increase on our energy bills, Graham. Uh, That won't be welcomed by uh, by anyone at all. So there's going to be a um, forty percent increase in the energy price. Cap, so um, it's you know we get, consumers are going to be further squeezed. On Wednesday, actually, the British Retail Consortium um, uh, said that factory prices were at a thirty. Year high; these really are sort of almost unprecedented um, kinds of uh, numbers that are coming uh, over the uh, over the tape. Um, and again, what is causing this? Well, it's really uh, by and large global commodity prices, which are driving up. These are the raw materials that manufacturers, for example, using wheat. Obviously, food uh, food manufacturers require that. Um, uh, which actually, a lot of the um, Europe's wheat, wheat actually comes from the Ukraine. Obviously, we all know what's happening in the Ukraine at the moment. That's going to um, uh, hamper uh, production. There, then there's oil and gas. Where does that come from? Well, the majority of it actually comes um, from Russia. So we've now got to look at other friendly nations, you know, democratic nations, perhaps like Saudi Arabia. Um, he says, scratching his head, um, in order to provide even greater amounts of oil and gas. Uh, of course, and, it
0: can't be done quickly, can it? And it can't
1: be done quickly. You're you're mm. spot on there, Graham. And of course, um, China itself, which is sort of locked itself down yet again, that's where we get all our manufactured goods from. We can't get the, the Chinese can't get them to the ports in order to deliver them over to to europe this is causing so um this is causing you know a mass amount of heartache and
0: and and headache as well yeah we're heading for stagflation then
1: Well, let's hope not. I mean, the ECB, one of the big wigs at the ECB said today that uh, Europe's economy is de facto stagnating. And to be honest, I think Europe, uh, uh, you know, the UK will be following uh, very shortly behind in Europe's footsteps. UK household spending is forecast this year to fall by one and three quarters percent. A lot of, uh, I think, uh, of our listeners would probably take that. It feels like it's, uh, um, you know, our, our our uh, wallets are being squeezed by more than one and three quarter percent and that that one and three quarter percent is the second biggest fall since 1964
0: my goodness me i mean i am old enough to remember interest rates uh, hitting 17 percent which was back in 1979 and of course the last few years we've had historically very low interest rates Incredibly i think the high. underlying average has been seven percent going back well, I mean, look, interest rates, and this is one of the problems, Graham. And
1: this is when I said the, you know, I don't think the central banks, generally speaking, the Bank of England, were just uh, were showing this today. I don't really think they know what's going on. Interest rates are historically very, very low. I started off by saying that uh, this is the first rise in 13 years. They stand interest rates in the UK right now at one percent. Um, it's not going to. It's not going to be all great news. Obviously, if you're a homeowner, that you know your your uh, your borrowing still remains low, but it's going in a in the wrong direction um, and you know if you're going abroad if you're on holiday for example uh, there was it's it's weighing on um, uh, sterling so I looked at just before we started this conversation Graham I looked at how sterling was trading against the dollar well it's trading at $1.24 so that uh, trip your regular trip um, uh, golfing in Florida Graham uh, may be uh, uh, put into kicked into the long grass, and even against the euro we're trading now $1.17 against the euro and just to sort of Perhaps, you know, I don't want to end on a really negative note, but I just had a look at my phone just a moment ago. And that the, 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 uh, the rally that occurred actually in the United States last night after the announcement of the, uh, of the Federal Reserve has now petered out. And I'm looking at um, the NASDAQ market, the tech-heavy NASDAQ market in the United States, trading down 5%. It's a sea of selling out there.
0: I'm just wondering, you know, with the Bank of England and indeed the Federal Reserve putting up interest rates, you you know, traditional method of trying to dampen inflation. But isn't inflation going to be dampened by the fact that people just can't afford to buy things anyway yeah. you now? Because yeah. you know, the essentials, food and heating, is going to be taking a bigger proportion of the budget.
1: I think you're absolutely spot on. We need to get you onto the MPC, Graham. I think the the <laughs> what, the the, um, the uh, what. It, what they i think the, the the bank of england think is that inflation will dampen inflation um because they, basically p- uh, putting up interest rates really is pushing at a piece of string
0: yeah well lee we'll see what happens over the next seven days and look forward to seeing you again next week absolutely Thank uh, you, great. lee Humphrey's there with city update Ooh.